When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Monica McNutt, Israel Gutierrez, Tim Kalashaw, Mina Kimes. Chicago, Washington, Thursday Night Football. Have you seen the uniforms? Look at those. And a new question I'm workshopping tonight. Will this game be any better than last week's game? Oh, no. Let's go. Can't be worse. Please. Very low bar. Oh, agonizing. Commanders at Bears Thursday Night Football, the uniform matchup, and the quarterback matchup. Carson Wentz and Justin Fields, QB 24 and QB 25 in QBR this season. Mina Kimes around the horn to you. Who has more to prove? Who you got? And most importantly, will this game be better than last week's game? <laughs> Washington, Washington, yes, because it is literally impossible for a football game to be worse than the one we saw last week. Um, so as, as far as the pressure goes, I actually think, especially coming off of Ron Rivera's comments about Carson Wentz potentially being an issue and a reason why this team is struggling, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on both the coach and the quarterback. And we know what pressure does to Carson Wentz, which is an issue. He actually ranks eighth in touchdown percentage this year but also eighth in interception percentage. And really, it's going to come down to whether he commits any of those back-breaking errors. The reason I have Washington is I think the biggest asymmetry in this game is that Washington pass rush versus the Bears' offensive line. Justin Fields has been playing better. He has been getting the ball out quicker. But I don't really see him having a ton of success against this Washington defensive line. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be ugly. But I think the commander's Tim Kalisha, same questions to you. of The quarterbacks who has more to prove, who you got, and will it be better than last week? Let's do them in reverse order. Of course it's going to be better than last week. We're going to see touchdowns tonight. It could be defense scoring off the quarterbacks, but somebody's going to score touchdowns tonight. But on that topic, I hate that – and I hate the Carson Wentz defender, but I hate that he and Justin Fields are being lumped together right now. Carson Wentz, I'll put it in terms people can understand. If you play in a standard fantasy league, Carson Wentz is the fifth highest scoring quarterback okay. right now. He's got a ton of yards. He's got those 10 touchdowns Mina talked about. Is he going to win games for you? No. He's going to throw an interception <laughs> at the two-yard line against Tennessee. But that's way more than Justin Fields has done. They've been afraid to even let him throw 20 pass attempts until the last couple weeks. And, you know, I just don't see the Bears getting much better. Washington's been close. I hate to say they're better than 1-4. They're better than 1-4. They'll win the game. Israel Gutierrez. Well, I have a show question. Is having the most to prove the same or similar to having the most to lose? 
because I find those to be similar questions. And if that's the case, you don't no need to answer. If that's the case, my answer is the Washington Commanders. It's because if you look at the season for the Bears, as everybody's mentioned so far, Justin Fields, we're trying to assess him. It's hard to assess him behind an offensive line that's, you know, getting him sacked at a high percentage of dropbacks. But if you look at the Commanders, despite their record, despite them having the only undefeated team in their division, things could crumble even more for them. You could have Carson Wentz losing his starting position. You could have Ron Rivera on the hottest of hot seats after this game at 1-5. If they win this game and you go by the pattern of Ron Rivera the last few years, second halves to sort of salvage some seasons, maybe there's something there. On the Bears' side, you're still just basically looking at Justin Fields and assessing him. You're probably not thinking much for the entire season. You're not worried about your coach necessarily. So I think it's the commanders that have more to lose and to prove. Mm-hmm. Monica McNutt, let me just ask you flat out, who you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, as the only person on this panel attached to the commanders by way of that's my home team, I'm pleased by the assessment of this panel. I actually am not feeling good about the Commanders, though, and I think that the Bears are going to protect their home field. In the big picture, more to lose, I guess it is the Washington Commanders. But Ron Rivera's seat is already pretty hot, and Carson Wentz, well, he's a glorified backup, and we are struggling with the quarterback yet again. So I'm not very impressed in terms of the overall outlook. Will this game be better than last week? Yeah, because last week was the bottom of the barrel. I mean, when you consider the week Washington had with Ron Rivera, a moment of honesty or a moment of speaking the, the, the loud part out quietly or vice versa, do you believe that will affect Carson Wentz in any play or Rivera in any way in how he coaches tonight? I absolutely will believe believe it'll affect Carson Wentz because we have seen a demonstrated record of Carson Wentz being affected by his circumstances of trying too hard, of pressing, which results in some of those interceptions. And as far as Rivera goes, he's under more pressure than anyone here. Uh, The fact that he said that was a mistake, not just because I thought it was not great leadership, frankly, even though I don't think he articulated the way he wanted to, but because his defense is as big of a problem on this team as the And Monica McNutt last week. The one silver lining I will say is evidently one Carson Wentz is 6-0 in primetime Thursday night games. Is that right? Whoa. I I, I don't know if that impresses me. I don't know if that means anything. But I'm impressed (laughs) that you knew that after the horn. There she goes, Monica McNutt. I said Rivera on his quarterback was the biggest story in Washington (laughs) this week. That was until today. And today's report from ESPN, Don Van Nata Jr., Seth Wickersham, and Tisha Thompson. That owners in the NFL, as well as the league office, believe Snyder has hired private investigators to look into them and Commissioner Roger Goodell. And that Snyder believes he has enough dirt to blow up the league. Allegedly, quote, the NFL can't bleep with me, end quote. The commanders deny the report's allegations. Tim, how do you read that, and does this report change anything, I guess, in how you view Washington's place in the NFL and Dan Snyder's place among owners? As someone who lives in Dallas, I wonder how many private investigators you really need to hire to find dirt on owners. (laughs) Doesn't seem like that many. But so let's say he has, and he has gone after a bunch of them. That's what changes it a little for me. I have thought, why don't these owners want to get rid of him. He's, embar- he's an embarrassment. There's, there's very little good to be said about that organization for the last 25 years. But the idea that, okay, he's going to turn over every, all the cards and, and say everything he knows about everybody else, maybe that makes a few of them legitimately apprehensive about kicking him out of the league. Israel Gutierrez. 
Well, it wouldn't make me feel good about uh, Daniel Snyder if, you know, rather than plead his innocence, he's just saying, hey, well, let me let me see what else I can get on everybody else. But this is exactly what we kind of expected. This was sort of the fear, supposedly, from the other owners there. But I don't know if everybody else is on the same page here, but I don't know what it's going to take for him to get that information out. But I say throw it out there. I say blow it up. The NFL isn't going to fall apart, regardless of what owners get called Mm. out or get exposed. So I say let it all out there. It's the only way we're really going to get transparency here is if they sort of collapse in on themselves. So why not give out the information? So you're on Team Snyder here, it sounds like. (laughs) Mina Kimes, I'll turn to you. Well, you know, a couple takeaways from this piece. One is the something we've long suspected, which is the reason the owners haven't pushed to get rid of Daniel Snyder is the threat of mutually assured destruction. The other takeaway, and one I think um, maybe advances the story as a bit, is they also wrote about how they're actually, the owners are actually exploring their options to try to force a sale, whether that's, you know, making it harder for Daniel Snyder to build a new stadium or looking at these investigations. And that is encouraging, and it is the product of transparency. It's product of the reporting of the Washington Post, the government inquiry into Snyder. And by the way, there is still an investigation looming right now being conducted by Mary Jo White. It is imperative that that investigation, unlike the Wilkinson report, be made public. And Monica McNutt. Mm-hmm. Again, tied to this from a home team lens, I mean, I have watched the the um, the uh, sold the season ticket holder, excuse me, the season ticket holder list be changed and this idea of transparency in the last five years. And here we are. I mean, this is everybody's group shot come to life in terms of why have they not been able to move on Daniel Snyder. My boyfriend and I were literally arguing. He thinks he's bluffing. I don't think he's bluffing. He might not have something on all of the owners, but I think he has enough to cause disarray. In the spirit of transparency, whatever he might have, these owners should get out in front of it. And if their organizations are in in position to win, they're probably going to be buffered in a way that Snyder won't be. I'm not using this term in any way in a legal way. It's just colloquial speaking. Isn't this blackmail, Tim Kalashaw, to say, I'm going to get intel on you and I'm going to out you before you out me? It, it is, but I, that doesn't stop him from doing it or at least having it out there that they're thinking about it. And the article also makes me think there's a pretty good chance three, five years from now, Daniel Snyder will still be the owner of the Washington Commanders. Amina Kimes. Mm-hmm. Tony, what you're describing, which you're you know, called blackmail, that is literally what the government found Daniel Snyder did to witnesses as part of the Wilkinson investigation, silencing, intimidating, bullying. That's why nobody is surprised by this. But the fact that no one is surprised doesn't mean we should normalize it. It's heavy duty. And, it, and, and again, I did this, what blew my mind is what more can there be? What are we going to find out? That there was a massage scandal with one of the owners? Well, we already got that. That there's concussion scandal in the NFL? Well, we already know that. So, I mean, what more else could possibly be out there? All right. One more story here, a little bit lighter. Odell Beckham Jr. So... He has a locker with the Los Angeles Rams. I think everybody assumed he'd be going back to L.A., but the Rams offer to Beckham, according to Beckham, the lowest of the lows. Too low for him. Sean McVay says it's not L.A.'s final offer, which is odd. It's a very public negotiation going on here, Israel. What is this exactly? Yeah, well, it feels like Odell Beckham Jr. is expecting or was expecting a contract offer from the team that knows him, from the team that, you know, halfway through the Super Bowl was probably one of their two most, three most important players on the field, the type of offer that he would have gotten had he not torn his ACL. And just, and and he's expecting that same type of situation. And maybe what the Rams are doing, it feels like, by delaying it is saying, hey, I don't know if we want to commit this much money until we're sure, once you resume football activities, that you are who you were. And so, obviously, there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of loyalty there that he, but Odell 
Bell believes should come from the Rams, and it's not there, so he's fishing around. But it is a good question. How good is he going to be after this ACL? Mina Kimes? It's a public negotiation because Odell Beckham Jr. knows the Rams need him a lot. He also knows that he has counterbitters, Tampa, Green Bay, potentially Dallas. But the Rams, through the first five, this, first five games of the season, Cooper Cup has more catches than any receiver ever through five games. They are desperate for a second target. He knows that. They know it as well. Jim? You know, I'm glad we're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Today is the three-year anniversary of his last 100-yard game in a regular season NFL game. That's how relevant he's been. We know he did well in the playoffs. He hasn't done much for three years since then, and he's not the answer to the Rams' problems. They gave up 19 sacks to Buffalo, to Dallas, and San Francisco. They don't have an offensive line. Monica McNutt, who needs who more? The Rams need Beckham more. Beckham needs the Rams more. I think the Rams need Beckham more, but I don't know that he solves problems. I mean, Matt Stafford has been sacked 21 times through five games. That ties a record from back in 2011. To me, Odell creating this bidding war of sorts only benefits him. Like, there's multiple teams to Mina's points that could use him. He gets to sit back and wait to see who's in the best position to actually do some damage. That's the horn. Let's pan out from Kalisha's shot, see if we can get the board behind him with the string attached to Odell Beckham's last 100-yard games. Is that possible? You would sit on that stack, Kalisha. I'm here for it. Spicy. Buy or sell next. Years ago. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. That's 107, Bucks 97 preseason. Ben Simmons 7, 10, 8 in the defense on Giannis, which takes the spotlight away from the last video you saw from him air bowling at the park. <laughs> on that, Nick Fredell, it finds me all the time, Simmons said, and it doesn't bleeping stop. Sometimes I'm even sick of it, but then I'm like, okay, I'm Ben Simmons. You know, it comes with being Ben Simmons right now. Like 10 guys airballed multiple shots, so it's like people will find one clip and try to make it everything. It comes with it, and you've got to have tough skin, and I realize that, but nah, I can't take everything personally. Social media. Mina, how do you hear that from Ben Simmons? 
I hear it uh, as someone who has a pretty healthy attitude now about social media. I, I mean, he's absolutely right. It does come with the territory. He's also right that he shouldn't take it personally. He also spoke, by the way, about leaning on his teammates and their own experiences with social media and criticism. And that, to me, is very encouraging for someone who has obviously struggled with finding that sort of network or infrastructure in the past. Tim Kalisha, how'd you hear Simmons? I think he's kind of straddling the fence. I think he's still bothered by it, but he understands he shouldn't be, and, he, and he's getting to that place. And more importantly, play a few more games in the regular season of defense uh, against Giannis like he just did, which he's fully capable of. And a lot, 90% of that social media stuff goes Israel, away. on the, the quote we just read, but also on what you saw of him on the court last night against Giannis in that stat line yet. Yeah, I mean, I see it as an ideal response because this was going to be the test for Ben Simmons this year. Yes, his back needs to hold up as well, but the test is whether he can handle public pressure. Is he going to be on the road? And if he throws up an air ball, will he collapse if the crowd sort of uh, mocks him on it? And this is the sort of right response. You know that it's going to come. You know that it's going to be there. You have to have the thick skin. And for him to say this out loud to a reporter, I think just getting it out there helps him. In the and long. last night on the court, what did you see specifically from him? Um, a great player, a guy who, you know, doesn't really worry about scoring necessarily, can put up a triple single like a Draymond Green and still impact the game in every single way. And Monica McNutt. Um, there's a lot here for me. I think it's cool to hear Ben Simmons be honest and to show progress, but I'm a little bit miffed considering his history. Is someone on your team to help you navigate this? Clearly it still bothers you, and obviously given your history, how serious are you taking mental health and protecting yourself? Because it's a results-driven industry, and the scrutiny is a part of the game. Right. Scrutiny and criticism of your game versus scrutiny and criticism of your person on social media, right? But you got to imagine a zero dark I 30 for Ben Simmons on social media would be advisable at this point, right, Monty? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, which is why I wonder, is someone professional, not just your teammates, someone professional who knows you both as a player and is dealing with your mind and mental status, helping him navigate these Fire moments? cell two, baseball, Padres five, Dodgers three last night, series now even, goose on the loose, and Plasky on the loose, concern for the Dodgers, quote, the Dodgers blinked first, the Dodgers blinked furiously, the Dodgers blinked recklessly. Tim. Did the Padres grab control of the series with one win? And could Plasky be on to something with Dodger concern? <laughs> Tony, there's a reason I'm on these shows. As the only panelist who covered the Padres in the World Series with Goose Gossage as their closer, uh, I knew that Goose was not going to bother them last night. That was more of a good sign for that team. They've played five games on the road against the Mets and the Dodgers. They've won three of them. They're fully engaged in this series. They can win it. Israel Gutierrez. You have to believe that now. Yeah, I think it's a tough situation. First of all, Petco is going to be rocking. And you've got uh, Tony Gonsolin, who's only pitched once since August 23rd. And maybe game four, you've got Tyler Anderson, uh, who's only got one postseason career start. So that's going to be some nerve-wracking moments there for the Dodgers, who are all set up to dominate. And all of a sudden, hey, the neighbors down south might be able to Monica take this nut. Are you concerned about the Dodgers? I am concerned because of the numbers, Tony. So the 2-2-1 format, you've got 39 series when a team ties it up. Games three and four, they go to the home team 67% of the time. Uh-oh. Okay, so you, those are the numbers you – not not the head-to-head -head matchup, which has favored L.A. over San Diego for nope. seasons upon seasons. Nope. It's the format. Nope. Head -head. I don't care. Climbs, how the about format. you? Let's go. <laughs> uh, you know – the Dodgers might have laid, a light, laid an egg last night, but I actually think they're going to come through in the next one, even though Tony Gonsolin hasn't pitched a lot. 
Uh, only two innings in his latest start, yeah. full start since August. However, that said, I suspect the Dodgers were managing him very carefully, knowing that they had the postseason locked up. They didn't want to put any stress on his injury, and he has been very excellent when he has been healthy, especially against the Dodgers. Right, here's that horn. Mina Kimes, is Rick Gutierrez. Front row seats for a Calvish Show McNutt showdown in four minutes. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Shaw McNutt, best of luck in showdown. Atlanta 3, Phillies 0. Shutdown pitching from Kyle Wright on 11 days rest. How good does 11 days rest sound? Phillies first loss this postseason. <laughs> Day off today. Who's got the advantage going to Philly, Tim? Philly for being even going home or Atlanta for having Kyle Wright in the ship? You know, I want to lean toward Philly with the emotion of being their first home playoff game in 11 years, but Atlanta's got the starting pitching that's too deep. Atlanta's the best team in baseball. Still mm, the Braves. Monica McNutt. I think it's Atlanta as well. I mean, they've done this before where they drop a game and then they go on to clean up. Uh, they did it during their World Series run, so I think they've turned the corner. Hmm, Monica. Take me back to five minutes ago when you said splitting a series one and one and then the team going back one and one wins. Wait a second. Wait a second, Boyd Kalashaw. Not in this case, Tony. Not in this case. Finishing the preseason <laughs> on five, the Milwaukee Bucks. Monica, from zero to 100, how concerned are you for these Bucks? Five out of 100. Tony, I'm not concerned at all. They haven't put together their starting lineup at all in any of these games. I mean, Giannis has played two. It's No, I'm not concerned. They have the cachet. They're fine. More like 35 out of 100. The East, the top of the East oh. is getting a little more overloaded. The Cleveland Cavaliers are on their way. We don't know where Brooklyn goes in there. Somebody's going to slip out of it. It could be. Whoa. Whoa. Giving that much credence to the preseason. I might ask for a... Uh, 10,000-word column on the Mavericks preseason. Kalashaw, watch out. Showdown three, finishing the preseason. Uh, Well, you missed the pregame huddle with the team, Russell Westbrook. And you missed this Patrick Beverly called huddle mid-game. And also throwing the ball with Jaden McDaniels. Tim, from 0 to 100, how concerned are you about Russ and the Lakers right now? I'm concerned about Russ and the Lakers, about a 40. But the Beverly one... Russ doesn't care for Beverly's. What he sees is Beverly's 
phoniness, <laughs> and, and he's not necessarily wrong about that, so I'm mm. going to give him a pass on wow. that. Wow. McNutt? I, I hate this for us. It's like a 50 out of 100 just because we don't know what's going to happen. He is who he is. He's fired that warms and fired that burns. I mean, how long is he going to fake it like he feels welcome because we know what's really going on? Tim Kalashaw, 30 seconds of FaceTime. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Tony. The NHL season, shockingly, is upon us. Again, they're already underway, and I'd love to go through the entire playoff brackets for you, but they just didn't give me quite enough time. So let me give you who's going to the finals because one of these teams is going to win the cup for the first time. It's either Israel's Florida Panthers, a team he loves. It's been scoring like mad the last three years. They're ready to go. Or the Minnesota Wild, Kaprizov, the Minnesota Wild in Florida in the final. Something new, something wonderful. Yeah, I like wow. it. As the referee said a few days ago, Tim, what is better than this? We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.